0: Everybody and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello, Pete Wright. Hello, everyone.
0: Oh, Nikki! Wow.
1: It's August. It's been too
0: long. It's August. Hallelujah! Huzzah! We're back after a wonderful break, uh, and we're excited to be podcasting again. Uh, getting the ball rolling. We've got a lot of great topics that are uh, coming up in the schedule. Can't wait to to uh, get going. How was your How was your holiday month?
1: Busy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't exactly what I had in mind, but it's been great, and uh, it's been filled with. Um, lots of great conversations and insights and aha moments and uh, I have a couple of wonderful groups that I'm working with right now and uh, so yeah it's it's been good it's been great um, it just wasn't exactly what I had planned but that's okay I'm all right with that <laughs> that's because awesome. when do things I... ever go as planned
0: no really they don't. I mean they don't ever go as planned. actually. We have a lot to talk about today, and a lot of my things are related to what we're talking about today, and that is routines Yes, uh, and building new routines. We're back. We're starting some new things ourselves. We're excited to do that, so here we go. Before we get started, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. Get to know us a bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to our mailing list right there on the homepage and get an email with the latest episode each week. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. And if you appreciate what we have here in our archives of 350 other podcasts that you can access uh, over on the website, uh, we encourage you to head over to patreon.com slash the podcast. It is there through direct member support that we're able to continue to offer all these past episodes for you and others to explore when you need it. You're supporting the community by helping us support the community too. Pay it forward at patreon.com slash theADHDpodcast. Thank you to everyone who has supported us already. Okay, we have a couple of announcements. Fall group coaching, enrollment is coming soon. And how do I know that? Because it's on my list to do for the website. Yes. I'm going to make that a real thing.
1: Yay. So right now you're on the waiting list. Uh, But yes, soon it will uh, be open for enrollment. But if you are interested in the fall coaching groups, uh, get onto the website and you can uh, put your name in the waiting list and I will get back to you once we have all of the details. And that site is up that pete's going to be working on or the page yes the, the page,
0: page. We just have, to have a little form a little form i got a form just to do. an update of the Forms. form yeah that's right um
1: but sessions fall sessions will will begin the week after labor day so it starts um on monday september 10th it will be that week and i'm offering a couple of different times and uh, last last uh, summer session which I'm still in right now uh, we had a great turnout and it's been a great summer um, talking with these folks so if you are interested in fall group coaching I highly recommend that you um, get onto the waiting list quickly because it will probably fill up
0: which is uh, which is great because that means you'll be in a nice robust group with lots of different kinds of thinkers, and that helps us all. So the other is uh, school is coming up for so many people. Actually, in Arizona, it starts like, I don't know, next week, something crazy.
1: Right, Yeah, Yeah. a lot of people start in August and and they go to May, and then some people start in September and go to June. So uh, just a quick reminder for people out there, I know that um, a lot of you know I do ADHD coaching for adults, but you may not know that I do ADHD coaching for college students as well. Uh, so this could be, um, a young adult who's just starting college for the first time or somebody that's maybe been in college for a couple years, but now that they're getting into their major, it's a little bit more of a struggle where they may need some coaching. But I also do a lot of coaching, um, with adults who are going back to school, uh, for, for different, um, degrees and such. So if you are interested in my college coaching services, um, definitely send me an email or get onto the website and you can see that there's a whole um, page there about what college coaching is. So I just wanted people to know that.
0: Consider yourself in the know. In
1: the know. Okay.
0: All right, Nikki, here we go. Yes. Creating routines. Now we have talked about routines before. We've talked about routines. Uh, They are a central part to living a healthy life with ADHD. Uh, You wanted to kick it off with this, kick off our new summer, fall season.
1: With this. With routines. (laughs) Yes. Why,
0: Why did this come up? Is this something that's been hot on people's minds this summer? It's
1: hot on people's minds. And even though you talk about it, I think it's something that just, it's a discussion that just needs to be talked about over and over again, because it's not something that you just create a routine and then all of a sudden it just always, your life is always yeah. following that routine. It just doesn't happen. And uh, I think it's a good time because we are transitioning from summer to fall um, in the next month. I mean, we're not, you know, this isn't something that's happening right away, but as people are going back to school or people are changing their schedules from, you know, summer to to fall, whatever. I mean, it just feels like a good time. Um, Plus, it's something that has come up in my coaching groups. And again, I think it's one of those things that it's just a conversation you can't really overdo. There's just a lot to it. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm Yeah, I think
0: so. You know, I mean, uh, regular listeners know that I've, I've constantly struggled with my routines around food and things that I... Uh, take seriously and the the issues that I have around eating and uh, and how frustrating it can be for for me and the idiot monkey that rides around on my back telling me to make make bad decisions right Uh, I have that monkey we have the same monkey he is a terrible monkey Terrible, terrible monkey. So the, the, you know, for me, this summer has been uh, this last month has been one of trying to get that monkey off my back and change those habits and routines. And it has been uh, rewarding, but In some cases, paralyzingly difficult to do, Mm -hmm. uh, particularly because I I think of the the ADHD, you know, issues that are, uh, you know, kind of riding on the monkey's back. Uh, I started I I was I had a trip to visit a a friend in Arizona and uh, I treated myself terribly terribly in Arizona. I, I, it was the worst. And I came back saying, I'm just sick. I've eaten myself sick and I need to get healthy again. And so I, I started with a fast. I needed something that has been that is sort of the nuclear option, right? Uh, and so I, I did a week-long fast where I didn't eat anything. And it turns out that was uh, what it took. Uh, to to help give me the the boost and the stamina, at least the momentum to create some new routines. It is the clean slate uh, that. Of, of getting rid of the sugar addiction and the sort of yeast addiction mm-hmm. that I had sort of coursing through me that allowed me to create something new. And I'm still only two weeks, three weeks into it. But uh, I, I think that's worth acknowledging. For me, that's the big lesson. And I think it applies not just to my issues with creating routines around eating, but that clean slate habit uh, is, is something that really, or that clean slate uh, starting point is a, a really important thing for me to create to to be able to create a nest to grow something new. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, it's interesting because I'm seeing a connection here that that self-care, and so you're revamping your nutrition and Mm -hmm. some of that routine. And I was talking to somebody recently who when we first started talking, she was saying, you know, I'm having a really hard time sticking to my routines. I'm having a hard time. I think this is a time management issue. How do I get myself to to stick to what I say I'm going to do and all of that? And when we were in the conversation, what I've learned was that when she was doing her health Things Like she was getting enough sleep. She was exercising every day. She had a health or like an eating um, plan that she was doing. She felt great. She felt energized. She was getting stuff done. She was able to stay on task. So there's, but, but now those things had kind of faltered away. And so she was feeling stuck. And so when I'm hearing your story and I think about her story, I'm thinking, gosh, there is a very real connection between how we take care of ourselves and how that that affects your ADHD and your daily life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't echo that enough. And I'm constantly surprised. I'm surprised on two levels. First, I'm constantly surprised the connection between... Uh, physical health and emotional well-being right mm-hmm. i am i operate better i'm i'm generally a clearer thinker i'm a better speaker when i am when i'm eating well and mm-hmm. drinking enough water and all those things the second level of surprise is i learned this lesson again and again and again and it surprises me that i Every am time. still so stinking surprised yeah. this is not news this is not news and i have to learn it over and over and over again and uh, just keep trying new things until it it sticks.
1: But what's so interesting about that is so going back to the conversation that I had. What we found is that it wasn't so much a time management issue because she knew how to she knew how to create a routine, which is what we're going to mm-hmm. eventually talk about here. And she had all the systems in place as far as her to-do list and everything. But it was how she embraced the unexpected. So it was really interesting. Like, you know, what we, you and I did a talk, um, for a telesummit for Lori DuPar's, um, ADHD telesummit. And we talked about that, you know, when your to-do right. list goes away, you know, how do you not self-sabotage yourself? And I think that a lot of the lessons that we were talking about in, in that, context is the same here when the routine yeah. doesn't stick or there's a few days that it goes away how do we not necessarily change the routine because the routine is fine how do we just be kinder to ourselves and get back because like like you said you know you know the truth
0: I, uh, I, you know, I, I think it's one of those uh, tricks, right? That um, yeah, I mentioned the the clean slate mm-hmm. behavior, right? Mm-hmm. You're when you have a routine, and you let the routine go, sometimes for a day, sometimes for a couple of days, without getting back to it. You are unintentionally and subconsciously creating a new clean slate, right? Yeah. You are building room for a new routine to take over. And that routine may not be a healthy one. And I think that's a really important thing for me to keep in my head, that when I'm when I'm making a, a, a choice between doing something right for my body, for my health, and doing something, you know, wrong, uh, if I choose one of those paths is making an explicit choice about the other, yeah, right? If right. I choose to eat a bag of chips... Uh, I'm making a choice about my health routine. And it's I'm making it, I'm, it's not all or nothing. There's no zero sum here, but eventually that's going to catch up with me if I don't keep it more front of mind, take a more active role in it. Yeah. And it's not just about reminders, right? I can create oh, yeah. all the alerts in the world. I can also ignore them. You bet. Right? That's you the bet. important part, right?
1: Well, and I think you have to go back to what you said. It's a, it, a choice. We can't get into the habit or the thought process of feeling like we don't have a choice because then we lose our, our power. You know, we're not, then we're no longer empowered. And it's like, it's, it's, uh, I, I had a bag of chips yesterday (laughs) and then I had grapes afterwards and I'm thinking I probably should have had the grapes and not the chips, but I still, I mean, I have to own, I made the, I made the choice.
0: You made the choice. Yeah. So today it at happens. lunch, I'm
1: having grapes, no chips, just because of this conversation. <laughs> I'm making that choice. I'm saying it out loud. Everybody can like keep me accountable for this.
0: So we'll say you're welcome yeah. on behalf of the ADHD podcast. Yes. You're welcome, Nikki Kinzer. Yes.
1: You just reminded Let's me talk not to a little to bit eat about a little bit of we? routines we
0: move a little bit Yeah, uh, move little bit of a We bit we a little bit
1: Yeah, a have bit we a little bit a while, so we a while, so we a little bit yeah, right we go in. hard. Let's
0: go hard. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, Yeah, is good. It. It's the way it's supposed to be.
1: Yeah, Yeah, You know, routines. It's an interesting relationship with people with a isn't of Because uh, yeah. I hear a lot of push and pull you know, oh, I want a routine, I want structure in my life. But then I really don't like you can't tell me what to do. I don't want to be told what to do, even if it's coming from you, like me, myself. And so there's a lot of push and pull. Um, We know that they're good for us, but we resist them anyway. We want some structure, but we don't want too much structure. And so there's just like, oh, this balance. How do you find that balance? And so
0: there it is again. It's Bobo the ADHD monkey. That's yes. what he is. We need a little icon.
1: Yes, Bobo. We
0: need a widget and some action figures of Bobo the ADHD monkey. Yeah, I like that. Oh. oh, that's funny. That's what his name is the push and pull, the monkey. push yeah, and pull. Totally.
1: Yes, it's terrible. So, yeah. You, you, let's talk about what a routine is. I know this seems sort of elementary, but I think it's important that we just really define what we're talking about. You and I talk about systems all the time. I mean, it's in our marketing material, you know, Pete and Nikki talk about ADHD symptoms, or, or not symptoms, yeah. systems. <laughs> and we talk about symptoms. We do it all. Uh, <laughs> but we talk about systems and sometimes it's like, well, what is this? And it, it really is a routine. It's really a kind of a step-by-step process of how to get something done, how to... Uh, get out of the door on time. We have a morning routine. How do we try to make sure that we get into bed at a decent hour? We create some kind of evening routine. You're creating like a, a health and, and you know diet exercise routine. I mean, we have them all over the place. Um, we have them in our work. We have them in our home. We If you have children, you probably have routines for your children. Um, so they're all over. And but
0: Those routines define all of your other routines. They
1: really do. I mean- yeah, they just do. So if you think about what makes these routines important, especially for ADHD, is that they do help you stay focused. They do help you stay on task. They help you get the things done that you need to. If you are following some kind of like checklist, then you're not forgetting anything because you are, you know, it's already all laid out. So you don't have to trust your memory. And again, hopefully you're following through you know, to the end. And there was, uh, I've been a couple of people talking to me, um, about something that they learned in the tele summit recently, that there's a beginning, middle and end to things and really recognizing, you know, what that beginning is, what that middle is and what the end of the routine is that could be in anything, but this is how I'm Mm -hmm. using it. Uh, but then there's also this limiting belief that I hear so many clients, carry around and that is i'm not consistent routines don't work for me i do it for a week and then they go away and uh, you know then i need a new routine or they just don't believe that they can do it and so this is tough because with um with the way your brain is wired with adhd your routines can become stale in the sense that maybe you do lose interest in them you're bored with them Um, you get distracted in the middle, so you don't finish, uh, or you forget about them because the reminders, as you mentioned, you can have all the reminders in the world, but if you are ignoring them, then you're going to forget about doing the routine as well. So there's a lot of like, you know, out of sight, out of mind, if you're not paying attention to these things. Um, so what I like to try to spread the message around is redefining what your what your definition of success is with the routine um, and not have consistency be the measurement um,
0: Oh that's really interesting. Let's talk more about that because it's something that I, I think I've been plagued with too which is this idea that I'm measuring myself on on how much of a long term, uh, objective I, or a long-term right. commitment I can make to a single routine. Right. Even if I it change, tweak the routine in the process, the, the consistency is always in the back of my head as the central sort of guiding post. Right. What else should I be measuring? on?
1: Well, I think you need to be measuring more on when you did follow the routine, how did it make you feel at the end of the day? Did, it, did, yeah. did the day go better for you? Were you more in control? Did you feel more in control of your emotions, your time? Um, you know, did you feel more productive? Did you get things done? Did you just, were you just happier? And, you know, I think that's so much of our message all the time, and and it was interesting because somebody had mentioned this in one of my groups, and I thought, you know, it's true. he was saying that, you know, as a coach, you work more on how to – get things done and, and you work on, you know, people getting through their, their planners and planning and all that. But my point isn't just to always make you the most productive, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, right. I know that that's a big part of what we talk about and strategies, but it's also about, you know, <sighs> progress and feeling good about the the, pro- the 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 process and accepting your ADHD and accepting who you are and um so does that it's just i guess what my point is is it's not always just about getting things done it's yeah. how you feel and right, right. you know i think that you had a really good testament at the beginning when you said i know in the last couple of weeks i'm feeling better yes and I think that's the key is that, yes, we want to be consistent. I mean – that is a goal. I mean, I'm not saying that we throw it out the window at all, but what I want people to to relax a little bit on is that that's not the only measurement of your success, that you could have a very strong routine. You go off of it for a while, but you can still get back on it. Tomorrow is still another opportunity. You still have the road ahead of you. Does it suck because you know you've been down this road many times? yes. Absolutely. Um, But it's also not worth giving up because if you gave up on it, then you would always feel bad.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, you'd feel terrible. Uh, when you get out of the bed in the morning and yeah. that's that's sort of my my challenge you know I, and you remember it but one of the things i've been doing uh you know apart from the week long fast i did again for routine is not eating on monday and thursday right. and, and this this sort of uh, intermittent fasting was great for me when i started and then i started to game it i started to game it the idea is you don't eat during these two days and then you eat normally on the other days and Uh, When I started, I was feeling great. I was doing the right stuff. I was eating the right stuff. It was all great. And then the gamesmanship starts when I start, you know, I'll fast on Monday. And then Tuesday, I eat like crazy. I eat all the crap, all the great crap, so much more of the great crap than I ever would have eaten if I just (laughs) done it right. Uh, and so, but when I was doing it right, I was, you know, I was feeling better. I was feeling good. I was happy. I was stronger. I, my, my best days were the days that I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't eating. I wasn't dependent on the food. And so that's how it, it's insidious. Routines can change sort of insidiously. They, the, the habits, they change slowly over time. And sometimes you don't even know it's happening.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Well, and I think that, you know, what you're explaining are are the benefits. And that's something that we always have to remember too. When you're asking how else can I you know measure my success are, are these benefits it's like when you do these things you're getting something really good when you don't do these things you're getting something really bad and motivation is important you know with ADD you have to have some motivation, you have to have a why, you have to have a what makes this matter to you. Um, yeah. but internal motivation isn't always enough. In fact, for a lot of ADDers, it's not. And so that's where the external motivation needs to to come in, whether that's an accountability partner, a trainer, a coach, an accountability group, so you know, a, a a Chad group that you see every every month, but something to kind of help you so you're not by yourself. Because routines are not i mean they change and they're not easy to to develop either i mean you need you need that extra support especially at the beginning but i guess too yeah. what i want to say and i say this to myself every day so this is why i i feel really passionate about it is just give yourself grace like I kudos to you, Pete, for actually, you know, doing this. Like you actually have taken action to get your health back in control. I've been so busy this summer. That's been my biggest excuse. I'm busy. I'm working all the time. I can't do this. And the only thing that gets me through is that I just am kind to myself and I say, okay, I'm not going to give up. I'm gonna keep paying attention to this. This is still important to me. whatever good choices I make tomorrow matter and yeah. um not give up on myself or give up on the goals that I have for my health right I mean, so it's like kind of trying to keep it positive, even though I'm not following any kind of routine right now, yeah, you know right.
0: so. But there are others, right? And that's the thing I keep, I, I, I have to keep telling myself. There are things that I have done that are, are good for me and healthy and strong. And, uh, you know, like you say, I, I really love the idea that consistency is not, is not the measure, the singular measure of success. I need yeah. to keep that at the forefront. Uh, these things come uh, when they need to come.
1: I also wanted so. to point out that you don't need a routine for every single thing in your life.
0: Oh, (laughs) that's, that's true.
1: It's true. So, you know, really, I think that this gets to the heart of of some of my coaching, uh, some of my coaching conversations is, you know, what is the purpose of the routine that you're creating? You know, really, what is it that you're trying to do? Is it To be on time? Is it to make sure that your kids are on the bus on time? Like, what is the point? And then really brainstorming what needs to be in that routine and trying to keep it simple and not overcomplicate things. Yeah. So if you want something to stick, you got to really make it simple and purposeful purposeful, um, so that you are more likely to do it. So you don't have to put all of your needs and wants into your checklist. Just put the needs, the absolute mm-hmm. things that need to get done that day that that are in your routine. So it could just be showering, eating, feeding the dog, getting dressed and out the door. <laughs> right? Bare minimum. <laughs> now, if you want to make your lunch, that's great. You know, if you want to watch the news, yeah. that's great. Only if you have time to do it. That's what my my point is just to keep it simple and uh, keep it to something that's easier for you to keep up because it's not so overwhelming.
0: I uh, was uh, surveying Twitter the other day and somebody had mentioned that for the first time in their lives, they started doing a work analysis of their own day. And so they took one day to document every step that they make of everything that they do, every process, every Email they check for customer support, whatever it is. They come in, they sit down in their cube, and they start writing down a log of what they do uh, and you know, basic timestamps. So they just get a sense of how long it takes them to do the things they do. And and I really like that. It's been a long time since I've done it. I feel like I've got so much rote. But I feel like that the act of documenting what it is that you need to do, what it is that you do, what it is that you want to do probably uh, is a good place to start as any. Uh, for building a a new important routine
1: well and i'm glad you mentioned that because that didn't even see that's so insightful because that didn't even cross my mind
0: unintentional insight nikki i promise i
1: love that this is this is good. <laughs> this is why we do this podcast together because there, I there I would have missed this part. Time tracking that you're talking about time tracking and yeah. and this is something that I actually have in my um, time management course. The very first exercise they do is they track their time and they do it. I, I, and I ask people to do it actually more than just one day. I think you got to do at least like three days because day to day things just change. But what you're doing is exactly what you said, is you're collecting data about what you do during the day. What are your normal habits? What are your patterns? What do you see? What are your distractions? That's a big one. So if people can really document like what is distracting them, because most often a lot of that we can't eliminate. Some of it we can't. I mean, absolutely some of it we can't. But then with that, we have to add buffer time and and into our routines and our daily schedule yeah. because we have to know that the unexpected is going to happen. Um, and again, how do you going back to our talk when mm-hmm. the unexpected happens? How do you not go into a spiral? Oh my gosh, there's so much stuff we could talk about.
0: I know we've got. A we long could just ahead. go on and on and on. I think this is also a, another good start. And as I've been, you know, I, I think about the number of times I, I run into people who are who tell me, you know, oh gosh, I'm I'm. Uh, you know, I'm think of what you're doing with you changing your routine around your food. I, I really need to get back on a diet. I really need to get back onto this. I really need to get back doing that. I really need to get back into fitness. I really need to get back into tracking my time, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I find this whole conversation really uh, sort of uh, uplifting and, and gives me a real sense of hope and optimism that, you know, it, it's okay. I have to practice more than anything else, more than any other practice. I have to practice forgiveness uh, of myself to give you myself bet. a break. And it's a journey. I had journey. a little bit of a fall. I can come back. I
1: think, and use, yeah. I think that some of these things, you know, going back to that that thought process of there's a beginning, the middle, and an end. When it comes to like health routines, when it comes to something that is ongoing, there is no end, in my opinion. You yeah. have to keep going. Because if you get to a point where, oh, I've lost 50 pounds. We've talked about this before. Now yeah. I'm done. I'm going to go back to my eating ways. Well, guess what? You gain back the 50 pounds faster. And more.
0: Hallelujah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. So and, and
0: apply that. Like we're talking a lot about fitness and weight, but yeah. apply that to Anything. any context, Anything. any context. You uh, bet. And you will, uh, it, you'll see that parallel. I really think it applies.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you have brought up an idea for me. Um, we do have a habit tracker. Um, worksheet that we could give to listeners. And we also have um, that time tracker that we have to give to listeners. So what we need to do, Pete and I, is we need to tweak it a little bit so that we can put it into our notes, um, the show notes, and then people Mm -hmm. can have access to those. mate, Check it out, see if it works for you or not.
0: Give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way to do it that's the way to do it uh thank you everybody for downloading and listening to this show we sure appreciate your time and attention and we wish you the best on your journey to build some new routines uh, and hope that some of the resources in here and our new checklists our updated checklists will help you uh, on your way also don't forget patreon.com slash the adhd podcast check it out if you like what you've seen and heard check it out support us and uh, access some other cool resources that we continue to build. Thank you, everybody. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next time right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.